0: Hi there, it's Dallas Travers and you are listening to Coaches on a Mission. This show is for values-driven coaches who want success on their own terms. I'm really glad you're here today because today's episode is going to tackle something we've all likely experienced, self-doubt. Listen, I've been in business for 20 years now and I still have moments of self-doubt. Luckily, knock on wood, they don't happen very often. and. I'm grateful they don't last nearly as long as they used to. But what about when your business is newer? Or what about if you've been at this coaching thing for a while and you feel like you should be further along than you are? I've worked so hard and I just don't seem to be getting anywhere, right? That sort of mantra playing in your mind. That's how today's guest felt coming into our conversation Her name is Naomi Geidel, and she helps creative people take inspired action toward their dreams. I have to say I'm so grateful for the conversation that Naomi and I shared because she very bravely talked about the self-doubt and stuckness that we've all been through. And because she was so brave, we were able to craft a plan to help her not only get unstuck, but to use her natural strengths— to move forward faster in her business. Now, when I asked Naomi that question I always ask, what would you like to walk away from our conversation with? She really wanted this plan to get unstuck. And I think we did a pretty good job. The plan we created appeared in three phases. The first phase is to clear the decks by forgiving any judgments that she may still hold about past missteps. From there, it's about identifying the natural strengths that Naomi already possesses and applying them to the areas where she might be struggling right now. And then lastly, to use a different approach to the traditional gratitude exercise that all of us coaches have heard about a million times as a way to really collect evidence of Naomi's progress and and truly, authentically boost her confidence. So... If you ever worry that you should be further along or you wonder if you have what it takes to make this coaching thing really work, today's episode is precisely what the doctor ordered. I hope you enjoy it. Naomi, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thanks. I'm excited to be here
0: yeah me too me too we were preparing a little before the recording began and i think this is we're about to have a really important conversation that i think is going to help a lot of people so i want to thank you for bringing it forward and being willing to go there with me today so before we dive in we just had a retreat inside the hive like four days five days ago or something right and it's funny i call it a retreat but i don't think it is it's a full day on zoom looking at spreadsheets so it's kind of the opposite (laughs) of a retreat, but I just want to check in. How was that for you?
1: It was good because I love doing values work. So starting, Mm -hmm. always starting at that place is good. And then as we moved into the number spreadsheet and all that, that's where I felt it in my heart and my body again. That's what I want to move through is being okay to look at numbers and not get a physical response that doesn't feel good but that actually feels excited and like kind of invigorating or yeah, yeah like i confident i yes. guess yeah, yeah.
0: So for our listeners, the retreat began with some really fun conversation around business values. And as the day unfolded, we did planning for the year. We created like a launch schedule and got really into the nuts and bolts of the numbers. And for a lot of us, we're purpose-driven coaches. We're not coaching because we like Excel spreadsheets, right? And so it can be quite triggering. And I know for me, early on in my business, for longer than I care to admit, actually, I ignored the numbers in my business because I had the same feelings that you did. That stress, that physical heaviness in my heart, and also just the belief that I'm not a numbers person. I'm not good at this. And then, so what does that mean about the potential in my business? So I love that you shared that you'd love to feel excited and confident around your numbers because everyone's experience is different. But for me, the more I embraced knowing the numbers, the more confidence I had built as a business owner.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: maybe we can start to get you there today. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be great. <laughs> All right. So before we dive into that, can you tell everyone a little bit about your business, who you serve, and how you do your work?
1: Yeah, I help people find their life purpose and transition into the creative work that they feel called to do something that's been on their heart to start, but they're just not taking that action, I yeah. guess. So I kind of want to get them inspired and motivated to take that first bold step to just kind of create and put it out there. So yeah. kind of what I like to work with.
0: Such important work for creative people. Yeah. Okay, we kind of talked about it, but just so that we're all on the same page, if you could walk away from this conversation. With one tangible outcome, what do you most want to get out of our time together today?
1: I mean, I think it'll take time to feel it out, right? But I would like to have a bit more confidence to look at the spreadsheets again and not get that feeling in my chest or like, I know it's a process. So maybe just a lighter feeling, you know, like I just see the possibility still, and I kind of feel it in my heart and get excited about it instead of the tightness that I feel yeah. right now and the anxiety kind of behind it. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's kind of where great. I great. See this all
0: problem. right, so a breakthrough of some sort, even if it's a tiny one, to help you have faith that your current relationship with your numbers and all that that means can shift into something that's really empowering to you. And I want to add to that, if it resonates for you, and some steps moving forward after this conversation so that we don't wrap and you think, okay, that was great. And now what? Let's complete that now what part of it. Yeah, that sounds up. Walk me through a little bit. Paint the picture to the degree that you're comfortable of what does it look like now? What is the story you tell yourself? What is the experience you have when you know you need to, air quotes here, look at the numbers?
1: So right now it, it's kind of like, I don't want to look at the numbers because there's not a lot of numbers to work with. I can do all the predictions, you know, and I don't know, kind of right now, wishful thinking, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, eventually. but then, and that's part of why I joined hive, right. Is to like figure out how to take these steps and get closer to having that numbers game play out. Yeah business kind of thing. And so, yeah, right now it's just like, I feel like I don't know where that next number is coming from. Right. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm still at the beginning phase of right working the plan. Yes,
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So how am I supposed to look at the numbers? Because right now it feels like I'm just making them up. I don't have a lot of historical data to look at and There aren't a lot of numbers happening. So is it a, so what's the point? Or like, how would you finish that thought?
1: Yeah. Not what's the point? Cause I see the purpose in Mm -hmm. having the vision and the plan worked out. I think it's looking at the disappointment. Yeah. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I set the bar too high, what I think is realistic And then what, if I don't reach it yet again, what am I doing?
0: So a couple of things here, setting financial goals or breaking down the numbers aligned with your goals can trigger feelings of disappointment or am I setting myself up for failure? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I had the same experience.
1: It's like, why isn't the needle moving? yeah like it's maybe steady Mm -hmm. right (laughs) when is it going to nudge forward yep yeah
0: Yeah. and so by putting concrete numbers on that it's just like a more honest conversation about the state of of your business then when we don't look at the numbers we can have a sense of what's happening or not not happening but really looking at the numbers forces us to often look at a, what can feel like a harsh reality.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, and it's it's that mirror. It's like, are you, are you really doing everything that you could? Yeah. So that's the harsh reality. Have I, I don't know, probably not. And so it's stepping up my game and am I capable? Yeah.
0: What would it be like to you? To be able to move forward today, letting go of any judgments or regrets you have about your performance or what you've been told by others in the past.
1: Yeah, I'll work to let that go. And because that's what I would tell anybody <sighs> else, right? Like each day is a new day. Yeah. Just start yeah. It again. But let's get real here like we can think that
0: Mm -hmm. right we can think that but that may not be how we feel no so i often fall into what some would call like spiritual bypass right which is all right i'm going to intellectually identify what's happening and tell myself the the right answers here to move forward so that i don't actually have to feel my feelings i go through the process Right at the very top of the iceberg, so that I can actually move on instead of dealing with it. Now, I'm not saying you're doing that, but I just noticed because I said, What would it be like Mm
1: -hmm.
0: to forgive that? And your immediate response was, Yeah, I could, I could work on that. Like you took it out of, you took it off the table for us today. So it doesn't have to be on the table today. This is a podcast recording. This may not be something that you want just out in the world, but can we at least talk through what that? What a concrete process around that forgiveness and letting go might look like. I think that could be helpful for you, but also for our listeners.
1: Yes, I think that would be.
0: Okay, so do you have a practice at all in your in your toolbox or in your life of letting go or releasing regret?
1: Um, I mean, I pray. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Well, I'd love to share a suggestion with you and it can be a jumping off point and we can customize it to really match your, your style because full disclosure, what I'm about to share is an exercise I cannot stand. <laughs> yes. Part of that is, you know, you hear me joke about this every once in a while inside the hive where I'm like, I don't want to feel my feelings, right? So it forces me to go to places that just make me feel super vulnerable. And then I wonder, am I ever going to come back from this? but when i commit to it i see the benefits truly th- this exercise is what gave me permission to become a mom so it can be that powerful but i it's not i wouldn't say it's necessarily fun
1: <laughs> so for it then okay
0: <laughs> so the first phase here and i'm just sensing from you part, partly from the conversation we had before the recording began but even as we begin here There is a history that we're bringing along with us as we plan for the future, which just makes it harder to move forward. Like we just automatically move forward more slowly because we're carrying heavier suitcases with us. So this is really about like unpacking the suitcase so that we can move forward feeling a little lighter. The first step is to commit to a process around this. A month at least three weeks of a daily writing exercise. I cannot tolerate more than about 10 or 12 minutes of the writing. Some people love it and could do it for hours. But maybe, what do you say to carving out a 30-minute window every day for the next 30 days? Okay. Okay. Nope. That might already. <laughs> so then, this is just free-form writing. And what that looks like is purging So at the top of a blank sheet of paper, I'll just use myself as an example. So if I want to clear some judgments or regrets I have around my business not being where I think it should be, at the top of the page that morning, I might write, my business isn't where I think it should be, right? Or I can't stand looking at numbers. It doesn't have to be the perfect sentence. It's just an entry point. And then we write about that. And in the beginning, for me, it always, I'm such a brat, but it always starts with, like, I can't stand looking at numbers. I also can't stand this really dumb writing exercise. (laughs) Why am I even doing this? But if I keep writing, those judgments and feelings start to come out. And pretty soon, I'm writing so swiftly, there's no way I could make sense of what's on the page which is the point, we're actually not meant to revisit what we've written. We're meant to just get it out. Okay. So if you start writing, and it looks like hieroglyphics, keep going. That means that you're purging here, okay? okay. So far, so good? Yeah, that sounds Great. good. All right, so like I said, I have a low tolerance for this. So at some point, I will feel a little bit of an energetic shift I kind of start the process in a lot of resistance, then I get into it, and then in the getting into it, there could be some emotions, but there will be a a moment, Naomi, where you feel a little lighter. That's probably a great time to stop. So then I like wrapping up the writing with an expression of gratitude or pride in myself. So it might often say like, great job, Dallas. I know you really don't like this, and I'm proud of you for showing up for yourself today. All right, so then we get to do two things. The first is a forgiveness practice, forgiveness of self, right, and potentially forgiveness of others, but I'll, we'll talk more about that in a moment. And then we get to burn this paper, burn it or shred it, destroy it in some way. We don't need it anymore, right? hmm so what that self-forgiveness piece might look like, I can really struggle in these areas. So I will often close my eyes, put both hands over my heart, I really try to stay present to my feelings, but it can look whatever way you need it to look. And we want to forgive ourselves for the judgments we've been holding. Not for the actions, but rather for the judgments,
1: yeah.
0: the judgments of ourselves the judgments of others. So I'll just role play it a little bit, right? In that writing, I realize, wow, there's a coach I worked with two years ago, who looking back, I feel like they sold me a bag of shit. And I didn't realize I was still hanging on to that, right? So I forgive myself for judging myself as gullible for believing this person. I forgive myself for judging this person as a crook and a liar. Like whatever's present, right? So we're forgiving ourselves for holding the judgment. And that's what allows us to unpack the suitcase. Because the truth is, and I want to just acknowledge Ron and Mary Holnick. I did a training at the University of Santa Monica, which there are definitely aspects of that program that I take issue with and that potentially could create harm. We can talk about that on another episode, but there are other aspects of that program that I took away and were really beneficial to me, and this is one of them. But forgiving ourselves for holding the judgments is the thing that allows us to unpack the suitcase because truthfully, we're all doing the best that we can. Right. And in hindsight, we can often look back and think, wow, my best was really not good at all. But it's not like you're waking up every morning thinking, you know what I'm going to try to do today? I'm going to try to suck at getting clients, right? Or you know what I'd really like to do is have heaviness in my heart around numbers. That's what I'm going to go for today. We're not trying that. So just acknowledging that in every moment we're putting our best effort forward, it can really clear the slate. Okay. So I just did a lot of talking. I'd love to just hear from you how this process how what I've shared lands for you. And then what, if any commitment, do you want to make about implementing all of it or parts of it moving forward?
1: Well, I do like to write. And so I think this is good because I can already just see the practice releasing Mm -hmm. some stuff because I've seen it in the past of just writing it out, things shifting the energy. And so, yeah, just committing to... The rest of November, at least that's the start and see how we go into December. But yeah, so committing to the rest of November to really make that a priority to spend the time with that and not just distract myself with everything else. Yeah, totally.
0: So, I'm guilty uh, of that too. Uh,
1: okay. But but yeah, just the release of the judgments that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I know I've been holding it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that'll be a good exercise to do, to move even just my mind in a better spot. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that suggestion. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: You're so welcome. And it is definitely, it's not the answer, right? You're not just going to write for 30 days and suddenly love spreadsheets, right? But the exercise, wouldn't that be something? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's see what happens. Yeah,
0: right. But the exercise for me has been a practice in being with myself when I don't feel great about who I'm being. Mm -hmm. And that's the beginning of of a new path forward. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking what more should I be doing, the real question here is how can I do less or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called the Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second-guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, The Coach Class could just change your life. Go to WatchTheCoachClass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures, and The Coach Class will show it to you. Registration is open this week, so again, the URL is WatchTheCoachClass.com. I will see you over there. All right, so just to wrap it up for our listeners, we're just committing to a daily practice for a length of time. When you sit down to write, we have an intention around like the issue we wanna work through, right? So we begin writing, and even if we're in resistance in the beginning, we're gonna honor our commitment to write. At some point, it will feel appropriate to wrap things up. It's at that point that we'll do two things, a forgiveness practice, forgiving ourselves for the judgments that we hold and then a releasing practice, which is when we get to set things on fire. (laughs) And it is really important not to leave this, what you've written laying around. I want to really feel free to say whatever it is I need to say without any risk of anyone ever discovering it. So make sure you shred or burn the pages. It'll be a more powerful exercise for you. Nice. Okay. So we've opened the door a little bit around a self-care practice to heal the past. The intention around that is to give you a bit of a clean slate moving forward. So when it comes to looking at the numbers, and I wish everyone could see us because every time I say that phrase, I'm using air quotes here. (laughs) That could mean so many different things for different coaches, right? But when it comes to looking at the numbers, how do you want to feel
1: when you look at the numbers? I want to feel confident that it's just what is. Mm -hmm. Like what I put down, I meet or exceed. Like with no doubt, hesitation of how am I getting that? Yeah. Kind of what you talk about is like the faucet or Mm -hmm. the habits in place to make it kind of all flow just getting to that point of not that it's easy, but with ease, like I've learned what I need to learn, you know, like I'm not wobbling around, but I'm standing confidently knowing like, this is what I can do. Yes. I might still need to tweak it. Like I get like, it's always going to need to be tweaked. It's not a one and done kind of thing, but at least a firmer foundation. And I think I'm getting there like in the hive with mm-hmm. the modules I'm on and stuff, even though client surge is a little bit overwhelming right now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I see, I guess, through what you're teaching us that it is possible, but with the numbers, yeah, that's how I want to feel. Got it. All right. Yeah.
0: I want to reflect back what I heard to make sure I understand So when it comes to setting financial and list building goals, so now we've defined for everyone else, like what when we're talking about numbers, what numbers are we looking at here? So when it comes to setting financial and list building goals, you want to be able to set those goals with confidence, knowing that you know what actions to take to get there Mm -hmm. and that you're not just pulling this number out of the sky and... And you're writing fiction because you don't know you don't know it, how realistic it is, and you also don't know what to do to get there. Is that accurate? yeah, yeah, okay. Confidence is there an area of your life, big or small, where you have that kind of confidence?
1: I guess the only thing I can think of right now is moving to new countries. <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, figure it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, even know, I know there's the learning part and the settling in part and the figuring it out, but yeah, I might need to just take the fun adventure part of something new and apply it to this.
0: Yeah. I love
1: that. Okay. So one thing you love travel,
0: how many different countries have you lived in
1: three so far,
0: three so far. Right. So what I heard you say is, you know, moving, there's so much uncertainty, but you have that confidence in yourself that you can figure it out and you know Mm -hmm. that it might take longer sometimes, but it's all going to work out and you're going to enjoy it. Is there a part of it too, where, you know, and if I don't enjoy it, I can just move again where there's like a little less pressure.
1: Yeah. I mean, like there's always home or there's a new place to discover. Yes. Okay, so let's get clear on
0: the characteristics, the mindset, or the skills that you possess that allow you to do something that most people are terrified of and would never even think was in the realm of possibility for them and to repeat it three times so far. Mm -hmm. So, what are those? What's the mindset, the skills, or the characteristics that you possess that make that possible for you?
1: Mm, Well, a sense of adventure. So, okay with seeing what's out there
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just, yeah. Like I love walks on the streets cause you never know what you're going to come across. And usually an unplanned walk is the most beautiful. Yeah. You just stumble upon this cute little alleyway or something like that. And so, yeah. So how can I apply that to my business? let's do that next.
0: Let's get clear on all of the characteristics and skills and then we can take it to applying it to your business.
1: Yeah. So skills, characteristics, like adaptable. Mm, Totally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this applies, but like empathetic. So like, you know, as Americans, we're kind (laughs) of (laughs) not, well, just people have a perception of Americans and I like that I can come into a new culture and kind of shift that. Yeah, like I can blend in or not maybe blend in, but you like acclimate. Acclimate, yep. You, you being okay with the culture when it is different and when it is doesn't make sense.
0: Yep. <laughs> right, Fine. yeah. I was thinking curiosity as a characteristic. Does that resonate for you as well as another is,
1: one? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I would also, if it resonates for you, Naomi, you're incredibly resourceful. Mm. It probably comes so naturally to you that you don't even notice it. But you have to be a resourceful person to live in different three different countries so far. I keep saying so far because you were so confident about the fact that there's more to come. That really struck me. You were so clear and confident that there's more to come. Why so. is that, by the way? What?
1: I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think just cause there's more to see and experience. Yeah. Yeah. I love the U S and even that going back is like a new country to me these days. Right. And exploring more of the States, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't know. There's just lots to see and do. Yeah. And it's a part of who you are. Yeah. And I didn't, it's funny, like, this was never on my bucket list. Uh-huh. Yeah, a traveler at all. Right. You know, it's how life unfolds. Mm-hmm. You now it's part of who I am.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I heard you say the mindset, the skills, the characteristics that you possess that have made it possible for you to do this scary thing, a sense of adventure, I wrote down this attitude of, it's okay to get lost because you're never really lost. You're just discovering, right? Mm -hmm. Adaptability, being empathetic, having curiosity, and resourcefulness. So if we were to take that list, first of all, looking at that list, if we could adopt those things and infuse them into the numbers in your business, how, if at all, do you think that might change? how you relate to yourself as a business owner?
1: I think it would just bring more joy to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that heaviness that I do feel with the numbers, but it's like actually a joyful curiosity. Like, oh, let's see how this works. And let's test this and let's go down this path and not be so mm, thinking it has to be one way. Yes. It has to be. Just because I'm figuring it out and learning the process of it all.
0: And understanding it's a process instead of what often we are sold, which is we're being sold a destination and nobody talks about the process,
1: right? Or if they do, they lie.
0: (laughs) Can we just call it what it is, right? If they do, they lie about the process.
1: Well, it's so much learning that has to happen. And if you look at any other career that you've ever started, it takes three to five years or whatever to get comfortable. Like I knew that when I started my teaching career many, many years ago. Yeah.
0: And it takes three to five years to get comfortable working at it 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. So if you're starting a business and you still have a job, right? Or like there's not an, enough to fill 40 hours in a week, it could take longer. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: applying resourcefulness, adventure, adaptability, empathy. And curiosity to that changes the narrative so quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. So we look at these skills, this list. Which one of these characteristics would you like to put in charge of the numbers?
1: Mm. I mean, curiosity comes right Mm -hmm. away. Because like I said, you know, like I'm feeling overwhelmed with client surge, but it's like if think if I got curious with it right and just I mean you lay it out <laughs> just do it you know and get curious with how it unfolds right? right like yeah like I like hiking I don't mind carrying a heavy pack so I feel like that's what some of this feels like right now you're carrying it to get to the peak right to see you and right. so yeah if I saw it that way
0: That's a great analogy. So what I'm hearing you say is if this natural skill of curiosity that you possess was in charge of setting and pursuing your goals when it was hard, instead of feeling like it's hard, there's something wrong here or there's something wrong with me. It's like, oh yeah, it's hard. I've got this 40-pound backpack on my back and I've been at this for a while. Okay, I'm on track.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Are there any other of skills from this list that you want to co-pilot?
1: Um. I think the empathy for myself. Yeah. <laughs> right? I was
0: it hoping did. you'd pick
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now return that back to me and just continue. Yeah, as an adventure. Mm-hmm. And I did say. I see other countries in my future potentially, and I don't know what that is yet. I don't know what that destination is yet, Mm -hmm. but it's still exciting. Like, I know the numbers are there to guide us, but I also think they're there to, I don't know, like keep us on, like, I don't know, (laughs) going with this traveling, hiking, you know, picture, but like, just like, I, I see the vision for my work right? Mm-hmm. Maybe these numbers have to be held more loosely. Yeah.
0: Mm, tell me if this resonates, but instead of relating to the numbers as it's this or failure, like you, if you don't hit these numbers, you just pulled out of the sky, then you're not doing it right, right? right. Instead, looking at the numbers as like helpful options or points of consideration,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? So I have a client search goal of, finding seven clients, curiosity is gonna step in and say, wow, I wonder how possible that is, instead of, ugh, I wonder how possible that is, right? (laughs) And then, so I've got this goal of seven and I've hike up the hill, I get to the top and I have zero clients, right? That's just now another opportunity to make a different choice, right? Or I have 11 clients, that's also an opportunity to make a different choice because you know there's like another country to visit the analogy for the business there is you know there's another path to try
1: when i got stronger on the way as well you got stronger on the way yeah yeah
0: i know for me it can be really there are moments where i can easily make the results in my business mean something about me Mm. when the results are great and also when they're not Right. So reminding myself when the results are great, that actually doesn't mean change <laughs> who I am or how valuable I am because I have to apply that rule when things are going well in order to not apply that rule when things are not going the way I planned. So that's what I hear you saying here is perhaps up until now, there's been entanglement, right, between the shape of the business and what that might mean about you. Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: it is a personal Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. It's your purpose. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really, really personal.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the one the car mm-hmm. and why can't I get it up, like keep it on track or yep. get it to the next destination? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But really you're, you just discovered an alley you didn't know was there. Oh. I know.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So many lessons learned along this
0: yep. way. There's a really great book I read this year. It came out in 2019. The book is called Burnout. Have you heard of it? We've actually talked about it a bit in the Hive. I'm pulling it up here. So it says a lot. If I'm like, I read a book this year called Burnout. I wonder why. (laughs) So the book is called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. Toward the end of the book, they talk about a gratitude practice, and it made me laugh because they said, practice gratitude, and I'm driving listening to the audiobook, and I rolled my eyes, right? And then they said how a lot of the science around gratitude reveals that most of us do gratitude lists incorrectly because what we do is we make a list of the things we're grateful that we have, and I mean, that's fine, but it doesn't help instill a sense, a deep sense of confidence, and and it's not nearly the self-honoring exercise it could be if we did it differently. So I want to, if this resonates, I want to encourage you to check out the book so that, because I'm just working off of memory here and I may miss a detail. But basically, the practice is thinking about the day, identifying something that happened that you're grateful for, and then writing about who was involved, right? And what skills, what personal skills you have that allowed that thing to happen, mm-hmm. which is different from how I've approached gratitude. Before. Right. And that I'm makes... inspired, right? And again, please check out the details because I'm missing a piece there, but that's the essence of it. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we may have had a bit of a breakthrough today using this thing you're really good at exploring the world as a metaphor for how you might approach your business. Mm -hmm. And if we have the writing to release judgments, I want to make more concrete this exercise around the characteristics, which we'll do in a moment. Then we have like, okay, what natural characteristics are now in charge of my business? Wrapping the process up to solidify what's true, right? What happened in my business today that I can be grateful for? who helped make that happen and what skills of mine helped make that happen Mm -hmm. so that we can let go of making up stories about our worth based on the pace of our progress right how does that sound to you
1: that sounds fabulous
0: oh it's really yeah me too
1: Me too. i'm gonna
0: i think i need to do all of this work that we're talking about today so thank you (laughs) for volunteering thank you for your help We're just all in this together. (laughs) We are all in this together, my
1: goodness. Let me just check in. Where are you at? How are you feeling right now? Um, I can't say exactly when I look at my numbers, but I am feeling a little bit lighter that when I do look at them again, it is coming from a reframed adventure, curiosity place Mm -hmm. and just keep going with it. Yeah. It'll unfold Mm -hmm. with gratitude thing also, like, like, yes, numbers are tied to that, but how many messages Mm -hmm. aren't tied to financial completely, but you made a difference. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. I was just going to suggest that maybe we need to add another number to the goals that you're setting and what you're tracking. And this could be the most valuable number is your joy scale
1: (laughs) been working on that
0: right yeah so my goal with client surge is seven new clients and my joy goal on a scale of one to ten is six or higher Mm. right and if it's not a six or higher i am going to use my adventure and empathy and curiosity to adjust the action plan so that I stay at a six or higher.
1: I can feel that because it's, that's where I want to do my work from. Not the heaviness of like, Ooh, did I do this right? Did I not do this right? Mm -hmm. Just showing up Mm -hmm. with happiness of service. And so it's like, yeah, so that's a good one to add.
0: Okay. So I'd love to ask how, you can make this concrete for yourself, in particular, because I feel like that beginning exercise of the writing around judgments is pretty concrete. The last exercise of checking the book so that you're actually doing it right But then that different approach to gratitude and self-acknowledgement. But this middle piece, right, of taking these natural gifts and skills and applying them to how you show up in your business, how might you make that middle piece more concrete for yourself?
1: I think kind of like with the values that we did, I have Mm -hmm. my sticky note with those on it. So just a simple thing of a sticky note with those are and having them guide the movements that I do make forward, just to like, keep instilling, like, this is adventure, (laughs) this is curiosity, so that I am leading from that frame of mind. And even coming back to that, because I know there's going to be hiccups, and there's going to be like, disappointment still to come. And so it's like, how quickly can I get back to like, okay, remember, this is an adventure. And we're just going to Stay curious and see what works, but not to just shut it all down yes. because it didn't work the first time. And yes. I know that education as a teacher, I know that one size does not fit all and each kid does it differently. Yeah. And so I try to remind myself of that, but it's hard sometimes.
0: Yeah. It can be really hard, especially when the thing that you're moving toward is something you really care about. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I see how meaningful that is for you. So, just to loop our listeners in at our non retreat retreat, we did this values exercise. And where we left it off was how can we use our values as the filter through which we make all of our decisions? So, what I heard you say was putting this list of your natural skills and tendencies somewhere where you can be reminded of them and bringing intentionality. So you're logging in (laughs) to look at the next module of Client Surge, right? Or you're showing up to a sales call or you're posting on social, doing the things in your business, being intentional about doing those things from this place of adventure, curiosity, resourcefulness, and relating to yourself through that lens,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right? And reminding yourself, Naomi, that okay, this is an adventure. It's what I'm really good at. It's what I value. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you want to ask me or share as we wrap our conversation up today?
1: I'm excited to walk away with what we've discussed Mm -hmm. and to put it into practice and just to see where it goes. So I think, yeah, just moving forward with those. I can already see a shift. Great. And if that's not looking at my numbers until yeah. like whatever, like it's okay. We're just still showing up with some of this other stuff and work my way back into that arena that feels a little bit heavier. So letting go of that, like it needs to be the instant.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Right. Like I need to get on this tomorrow. It's like, no, it's okay. I can. Do some of this other work, so that Mm -hmm. when I reach the numbers again, it won't be so heavy. You know, like
0: completely, completely. Again, we're just sticking with this travel analogy. But when you decide, this is an assumption, so let me check in. But my assumption is, when you decide to move somewhere new, you don't wake up the next morning and move there. No. Right? It's a process to get there, so it's okay. Understanding that where I'm like, I'm moving toward a different relationship with my numbers, and there's stuff that happens that has to happen before the big move.
1: Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's why I'm excited for these foundational pieces yeah. laid out so that it is kind of like your itinerary, yeah. <laughs> if you will. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. How would you feel about setting the numbers aside for 90 days? And just actually not look, you know, like you've decided you're moving to Japan, <laughs> right? Or your next country is right. And it's not happening right away. So now the decision is made and the numbers will be there when you're ready. Like, I I want to encourage you to give yourself that permission.
1: Yeah, I think that would be a better approach yeah. with your stuff that's happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Thanks. You're that's welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Is there any extra accountability you want inside of the hive? I just want to make sure that you've really feel held right and clear um, mm-hmm. after our conversation today.
1: How about I check in at the end of November, beginning of December okay. and just uh, maybe recap my mm-hmm. experience with this letting go journaling kind of process and just kind of share in case somebody else great like it helpful.
0: Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And then there's also some built-in accountability when this episode airs, which will actually be after the new year. So that'll be great. We'll check in in a couple of weeks, right? And then 45 days later.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great.
0: This is a harder thing to bring forward to a podcast recording than like, Dallas, I want to figure out my brand, right? Or give me a list building strategy. So I just really want to thank you. I feel like I was meant to have this. I needed this conversation today. So I want to thank you for the courage that you have to bring this forward because I know a lot of people listening will benefit.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for helping me through it and (laughs) making it happen. So
0: you're welcome. You're welcome. All right, and I want to thank all of you for tuning in. I hope you will take at least one kernel from my conversation with Naomi today and apply it in your own business. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review, do all of the things (laughs) to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So,